0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Reds are off today, but there's plenty to discuss. I'll get you ready for Graham Ashcraft's start tomorrow in the windy city of Chicago. Also, Reese Hines, Matt McClain, and Noel V. Marte are all swinging back into action this coming Monday in the Arizona Fall League. I will get you set for that, and we'll talk about a whole lot more on today's Locked on Reds. Let's go. You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on Reds. Thanks for making locked on Reds your first listen of the day. We are part of the locked on podcast network and we are free and available on all podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Stephen Offenbaker. Jeff Carr is out today. Uh, but Jeff and I both have a passion for baseball and we have a passion for the Cincinnati Reds and we have taken that passion and we have turned it into information for you. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about Graham Ashcraft starting a three-game road series in Chicago uh, what that might look like for the Reds pitching staff. And then we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the Arizona Fall League because the Reds are sending some studs out there to Arizona to get an extended look and I am super excited about it uh but let's start with graham ashcraft on the mound tomorrow in chicago Um, the last time that ashcraft pitched uh, was his first time pitching since coming back from injury in august and it didn't go great i mean it could have been a whole lot worse but it wasn't spectacular he went four innings against the brewers giving up four runs on eight hits he did strike out two batters and he didn't walk anybody so uh you know, all things being considered, that could have been a whole lot worse. I think that it's good that Ashcraft is back and, and working out some of the kinks. You know, he's not going to get completely stretched back out. He's not going to get back into top pitching form. Uh, he probably has this start plus one more remaining on the year, and then he's going to be done. So, you know, what we want to see from him is we want him to remain healthy. We want him to continue to get stronger, continue to work on some things, and really get in to the postseason or get into the postseason get into the off season. we really do want him to get into the postseason but clearly that's not happening this year uh we do want him to head into the offseason uh with some positive momentum as he continues to work on things in the winter months so that he can get to good year at the start of spring training and be ready to go in tip top shape uh, because now that that he's established himself as a bona fide number three starter of this rotation uh, you know, I'm expecting big things out of him next year. And I I look forward to seeing what he brings to the table when next season gets underway. Now, the last time that he pitched against the Brewers, the reds employed kind of a piggyback strategy uh, utilizing Connor Overton, who had not pitched since may Uh, they brought, they brought Overton in to relieve, after uh, ashcraft was done now ashcraft had been very good uh, prior to uh the injury in august you know on the in his last seven starts before the injury he had a 3.38 ERA he pitched 42 and a third innings striking out 34 while only walking 11 uh so i anticipate that ashcraft's outing this time in chicago will be a little bit longer but i think the reds could use that same piggyback strategy with connor overton again because overton hadn't pitched since may uh his his first big league appearance since may didn't go great at all. He managed three innings of work. Uh, He gave up five runs on four hits, and he walked three guys. Uh, Again, the first time he'd pitched. Uh, if you recall, way back in May, though, uh, before he got injured, he hurt his back and it sidelined him from mid-May all the way through until just last week. Uh, before that injury, he had four starts, you know, he had four turns through the rotation, and he had been pitching great. Uh, everybody, you know, really kind of perked up and was paying attention because, you know, here was yet another young pitcher that was just really establishing himself, but really did get sidelined and I think this is just some early spring training for Overton Uh, he's not going to get stretched out he's not really going to be able I don't think to show the Reds a whole lot but I think just like with Ashcraft this gives Overton the opportunity to establish some momentum work on a few things and head into this offseason uh with with some positivity uh, in order to get himself ready in the off season to compete probably for a bullpen spot out in Goodyear next February I don't know that I mean you know Stranger things have happened. He could fight his way back into the rotation. Uh, but that is a conversation for one of our offseason episodes. But I'm excited uh, to see both these guys pitch. You know, it's not the nastiest of one, two punches that the Reds are going to be rolling out there. But these two guys combined against the Cubs on Friday could find some success coming off of injury and they could be very effective against this Cubs lineup. Uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. But listen, the Arizona Fall League gets underway on Monday and several young Red Stars of the future look to have a strong showing. And speaking of a strong showing, guys, listen up. Sometimes your bat can be as ineffective as the Reds' bats have been against the Pirates this year. But don't worry, there's some help for that and it doesn't even involve Alan Zinter. That's right, this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Look. We all know that confidence can take you far in life. Whether you're talking about getting in the box or climbing the mound, it's especially true in the bedroom. So when it's time to step up to the plate, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Tube is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. With with Blue True, men everywhere are excited to see the postman, because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. You pay just $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Coming up tomorrow, we will spend uh, a lot of time getting you set for this series out in Chicago. It's a three-game set in the Windy City. However, uh, it's actually six games with the Cubs in a row. They play in three there, and then they're coming back to Great American Ballpark for the final three games of the year. So we will get you all set for that. But right now, let's talk about the uh, Reds superstars of the future and their participation in the Arizona Fall league there's three big bats that the reds have identified and decided to send out to arizona and i wanted to talk about all three of them uh, here for just a minute let's start with reese hines reese hines is a player that i have been interested in since the reds drafted him he's been identified by many to have the best raw power of any player in the system. And I know you're going to tell me about Ellie De La Cruz and you know, a lot of those comments about Heinz were said before De La Cruz came onto the scene. But I think Reese Hines still possesses a lot of raw power. Uh, the problem is it didn't really show itself uh, in the 67 games he played in Dayton while he was in Dayton, which is the reds high a affiliate. Uh, his slash line was 235, 310, 425, and he hit just 10 home runs during that time. Uh, Definitely not the type of power surge we had expected to see. Uh, He did get a late season move up to Chattanooga, where he played in six games for the lookouts. Now he hit 310 with a couple of home runs there. His bat seemed to be coming around. So my hope for Reese is that he finds his power stroke while he's out in Arizona, continues to, uh, you know, barrel up the ball and and drive it out of the ballpark because uh as an outfielder now and if you recall uh he came into the reds organization as an infielder they moved him to the outfielder this year to the outfield this year uh and he played right field in dayton so if uh, the reds are in desperate need of some solid power hitting outfielders so the faster he can get himself ready the better it is for the reds Uh, Another guy going out to Goodyear is Noel V. Marte. You'll recall that Marte came over in the Luis Castillo trade with Seattle. uh, While he was in Dayton, his slash line 293, 397, 443, he hit four home runs for Dayton, but he also hit 15 home runs before the trade playing for Seattle's high A affiliate. So he had a total of 19 home runs on the season. I look for him to go out to Arizona and hopefully find a little bit more power. Uh, and what I do hope happens with him is I hope that they move him around and have him play a lot of different positions, because I really do think that this position flexibility is going to come into play as all of these youngsters start to make it to Cincinnati. Because, uh, as I'm talking about Marte, he's listed as a shortstop and the next bat going out there as well is Matt McLean, who is also listed as a shortstop, uh, Let's talk about Matt McClain. McClain spent his entire season in Chattanooga. He hit a slash line of 232, 363, 453 with 17 home runs. Uh, He also stole 27 bases. He's got a little bit of speed. So for McClain and his power, you know, he was concentrating on his power. He told me as much uh, when we sat down uh, several weeks back for an episode of the lefty in the bullpen. And I think his numbers took a bit of a hit as far as, you know, his his batting average and his on base, but he'll find that balance. I think that uh, one of the most interesting things that he said during that interview is I asked him outright about playing multiple positions. And if I asked him, what position does he play? I barely finished asking the question before he answered me with, I play shortstop. I'm a shortstop. So while I understand that, I also don't think He's saying he'll only play shortstop. So Matt McClain is another one that I would like to see go out to the Arizona Fall League and play multiple positions. Uh, McClain was an outfielder in college. I think he could be an outfielder again, uh, given the positional needs of the Reds at the major league level uh, and the just amount of talent there is in the middle infield right now. Uh, someone's going to have to move to third. Someone's going to have to move to the outfield. Reese Hines already made the move. I think Matt McClain can make the move as well. And for the Reds to find success, they're going to have to get as many of these guys into the majors and onto the field at the same time as they can. The only way that that's going to happen is going to be for them to create positional flexibility. I think that I really do think baseball is moving in a direction where, the days are gone that a guy is just a shortstop, just a second baseman, just uh, just a third baseman. I think being able to play multiple positions is a necessity uh, in modern baseball. Now, they are changing a lot of rules and tinkering with things next year. Um, people are going to be hitting better. There may be even be an opportunity to employ less platoons now that the shift is going away. So we don't know what the impact of that's going to be on the game just yet but I think the more positions you can play at the major league level, the more attractive you are to come up and, and help right away. So Matt McLean, especially is a guy who, you know, he spent the entire season at double a, uh, did hit for some power. I think it would be natural to assume that at a minimum, he's going to start next season in Louisville for the bats. And we should see him in Cincinnati, uh, at some point in time in 2023, uh, it would be great if he can come into spring training next year and just play his way right onto the active roster and bypass triple a completely. But, uh, Matt's going to have to put in the work and he's going to have to have the success. Uh, I believe that he can do it. And I think of the prospects, the bats, the three bats going to Arizona, uh, Matt McLean has the earliest opportunity, I think, to make an appearance on the major league roster. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm looking forward to, uh, seeing how they do out there in Arizona. Uh, because the Reds are counting on all three of these guys to be ready soon. You know, hopefully they do find that success, but look, it's not just hitters going out to Arizona. We're going to talk pitching and we're going to talk them next. You can follow the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching me on YouTube right now, thanks. Click subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss anything that we post. And if you're on our audio feeds, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the show. Make sure you've clicked subscribe. Leave us a review. We would love to interact with you. Love to hear from you. Uh, We spend a lot of time doing back and forth on Twitter. You can follow me at S. Offenbaker. That's with two Fs. You can follow Jeff at Jeff Carr. That's Jeff with three Fs. And you can follow the show. At locked on reds. All right. I mentioned that it's not just hitters going out to the Arizona Fall League. The Reds are sending four right-handed pitchers out to Arizona. They're sending Christian Roa. They're sending Vinny Tampanelli. They're sending Sam Binshooter and they're sending Jank Gazzo. Now we had Tom Nichols on the play-by-play voice of the Dayton Dragons, and we talked a little bit about this. If you haven't seen that episode, I encourage you to jump into the archives and head head back and give Tom's interview a listen because he spent a lot of time talking about these, pick, these pitchers. So I'm not really going to, to regurgitate a bunch of that information other than to say that these four guys are all pitchers that at some point in time have dealt with injury. Uh, they didn't get the, the amount of work that the Reds wanted to see out of them f- for this year. So sending them out to Arizona gives them some extended looks Gets them continue to stretch out, build up more, uh, and hopefully keeps them on track to advance the system. Because as we talked about in yesterday's episode, God knows this team needs pitching. Uh, the bullpen needs an overhaul uh, in a way that I can't even fully wrap my head around. I mean, we talk about the Reds bullpen and the number of of pitchers coming back from this year to next year. It's, it's very up in the air. I mean just as an example, we know they're going to build around Alexis Diaz. Uh, Some of the players on the injured list right now, we've got Robert Duggar on the injured list. I don't know that he can be expected to contribute in any way next year. We've got Justin Dunn, who's trying to work his way back, do rehab starts. Uh, I think he probably ends up being a bullpen guy for the Reds next year. Uh, So, you know, he's somebody you could count on coming up next year and, in that bullpen with alexis diaz uh will sessa be back in that bullpen we don't know tj Antone, coming off a second tommy john surgery probably doesn't pitch uh, for the Reds next year. Uh, Lucas Sims will be back. He's on the 60 day injured list right now. I think he'll be valuable out there in the Reds bullpen. And then you've got other guys on the 60 day, like Jeff Hoffman. I don't expect him to be back in this bullpen. Uh, Justin Wilson's also on the 60 day. I forgot about Justin Wilson. It's been so long since we've seen him pitch. Uh, but when he did pitch, he, you know, he had his moments out of this bullpen. And I think he could be a valuable guy out there pitching middle inning, sixth, seventh, seventh, eighth inning, something like that to give, uh, To give Diaz a break, you know, Vladimir Gutierrez is another guy that's on the 60-day injured list that uh, probably projects to be a bullpen dude. Uh, You know, the Reds had pulled him from the rotation, put him in the bullpen, and then he ends up injured And after just a few outings and doesn't really get to show how he was going to respond to that. And then, of course, we can't forget about our guy, Tony Santian. I think Tony Santian is probably going to be the second best reliever out of that bullpen. I think that's the guy that you'll use to set up alexis diaz or use on days where alexis diaz is not available uh, but beyond that there's work to be done there's work to be done in this bullpen we've got young pitchers going out to the arizona fall league to uh, continue to develop their game and listen i don't think that any of those guys ben shooter tampanelli roa or Gazo, are going to be on the reds roster next year but you know i do like that the reds are continuing to develop these these prospects and push them along uh, and try to get some help up to Cincinnati, uh, because next year, <laughs> some things got to change and we'll spend a lot of time in the coming off season talking about that. Only six games remaining folks. I can't believe it. I know uh, this season is almost in our rear view mirror. Uh, But we're going to spend a lot of time this offseason talking about what we think the Cincinnati Reds can do to get ready for 2023. Jeff and I will have you covered for all of that. And I think that is probably a great spot to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Thanks so much for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make the Locked on MLB podcast your second listen. Uh, MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for today. We'll talk to you next time, because we are Locked On Reds every single day. We'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.